0: Sasha Torres, spinning teacher, fiber dyer, and founder of SheepSpot, where we help you make more yarns you love with beautiful hand-dyed fiber and accessible and comprehensive online spinning instruction. These days, I can make just about any yarn I can imagine, but believe me, I was not a natural spinner. When I started spinning, I really struggled to make yarns I liked, let alone loved, But many skeins and hand-spun projects later, spinning now lets me express my creativity and quiet my mind, no matter how crazy the world around me gets. I created the Sheepspot Podcast to give you quick, actionable strategies that will help you level up your yarn making so that you can create yarns you love faster, more easily, and with less frustration. If you're an inquisitive hand spinner, you are in the right place, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello there, my darling sheepspotters. Welcome to episode 82 of the Sheepspot Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to share my favorite resources on spinning textured or art yarns. First, we need a definition, right? So what is art yarn? Art yarn is yarn that may break some of the rules of traditional spinning, either in the techniques employed or in the materials used or both. It might explore color or texture in new ways, or it might embody an idea, evoke a landscape, or memorialize a person. It may or may not be functional. There's kind of a range of opinions on this question, it might be made into fabric, or it might spend its life looking beautiful in a bowl or hanging on a hook. So on the one hand, on this question about is art yarn functional and should it be functional, Lexi Boger says, and intertwined, uh, and there will be links to everything in the show notes, of course, um, she says that art yarn can, quote, be seen as a complete entity that needs nothing more and does not want to be transformed beyond itself, end quote. On the other hand, J.C. Boggs Faulkner, in her book, Spin Art, Mastering the Craft of Spinning Textured Yarn, writes that she wants her yarns to be, quote, exact, neat, and durable. Today, I'm going to be sharing five resources from four spinners that all talk about how to create art yarns, but that approach the topic in very different ways. And I think that, uh, no matter what kind of spinner you are, one of these resources will likely speak to you in some way or another. Um, first, though, I want to tell, I want, just want to tell you a little story to illustrate why, for me, it is worth spending some time learning some art yarn techniques or textured yarn techniques, even if you don't envision yourself as someone who is going to be making art yarns all the time. So I took an in-person class with JC Boggs Faulkner. I think it was about 10 years ago. It was at Madrona. And I had no real te- uh, experience with textured techniques at the time. It was actually, I think it was the first year I went to Madrona. So that would have been t- ooh, 2011, I'm guessing. Um, so and I really didn't know what to expect. I certainly did not expect to encounter JC's extremely detail-oriented, highly controlled, and highly technical approach to those yarns. I was surprised, in other words, that these wild looking yarns were the products of the brains and hands of such a controlled and methodical spinner. But what really surprised me was the impact that JC's class had on my regular spinning, for want of a better term. I was a fairly new spinner at the time, and the change from before JC to after JC was pretty noticeable, the change in my yarns. I suddenly had a lot more control and I had a lot more range. I could make much more varied yarns. And I tell this story to emphasize that there are huge benefits to learning some textured techniques, even if you aren't particularly a fan of art yarns. These yarns will stretch you as a spinner and you will see the difference in all your yarns. So let's now talk about these five resources. So first, I'm going to talk about uh, J.C. Boggs Faulkner's Craftsy class, which is called Spinning Art Yarns, and her book, which I've already mentioned, Spin Art. I think it's worth having both the book and the video. J.C. is a really, really good She's taught these techniques a lot, and she knows where spinners new to these techniques are likely to have problems. The book is great for its really luscious photography of JC's gorgeous yarns. Um, It's also really useful for its extended discussion of the supplies and equipment that you'll need to best spin these yarns. And then it gives you step-by-step instructions for I think 30 different yarns. The Craftsy class, on the other hand, is great because you can see her hands as she talks through the techniques. So if you're less interested in the art part and more in the yarn part of art yarn, these are really great how-to resources that will help you get started with textured yarn techniques, and in the process, they will likely improve your traditional spinning as well. Another wonderful video class that will help you get started with art yarns or help you solidify your skills is Esther Rogers' How to Spin Art Yarns, and you can find this On the Long Thread Media website. This class focuses on coils, cores, and curls. So she's actually um, demoing multiple ways to approach a particular material or a particular style of yarn, which can be really useful. I actually just watched this video for the first time putting this podcast together, and I learned a ton. She has an amazing, if, if you do chain plying, you need to watch her video just for how she starts her chain plied yarns because it's, it, that alone is worth the price of admission. Um, but anyway, uh, I always learn a ton when I watch Esther's videos. So uh, I really highly recommend all her classes. I often will, my brain will explode a little bit in a great way. So our next resource is Lexi Boger's Intertwined, which I've already mentioned. And if you're interested in exploring just how far a yarn can go in expressing an idea or embodying a concept, or if you just want some inspiration, this is a great book to have. Um, It's very beautifully photographed. Lexi Boger's aesthetics and her priorities are very different from J.C. Boggs Faulkner's. Her yarns are not so, quote, exact, neat, and durable, but her work really pushes the limits of what yarn can be, and I am really glad that this book exists and that it's part of the conversation about textured yarns. Sarah Anderson's book, The Spinner's Book of Yarn Designs, also explores the limits of what yarn can be, but in a very different way uh, from intertwined. Sarah is more, definitely more on the exact, neat, and durable end of the spectrum, and her aesthetic is much, much quieter, really, than any of the other spinners I've discussed. Most of the yarns in the book are white, I have actually seen Sarah Anderson's samples in person. She is a gorgeous, gorgeous spinner. And her samples are exquisite. There are lots of pictures of them in the book. Um, But the thing that is really great about this book and that makes it a pretty invaluable resource is that um, it will help you understand all the different possibilities in terms of yarn construction including many art yarn techniques. And it explains step-by-step how uh, such complex yarn structures can be achieved. So I highly, highly recommend The Spinner's Book of Yarn Designs. And really all of these spinners, um, their work looks very different, even when they're doing the exact same technique. And I think there's something really valuable about that. About having this variety of voices in the in the conversation because it shows us that really these yarns are approachable by any spinner and they can be uh, really made to suit any aesthetic. So, to sum up, we've talked about how art yarns break the rules of traditional spinning, incorporate unusual materials, and actually, my favorite yarn in intertwined. Is one made from old cassette tapes, uh, which is pretty cool. And they require us to add to our toolkit of techniques. And we've also talked about five different resources that will help you explore textured yarns for the first time or give you lots of ideas of new experiments to try if you're an old hand at this. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about a beginner-friendly textured technique for you to try on your own. And as a bonus, there's going to be a short video demo of the technique that will be available in the flock, which you don't want to miss. Uh, If you haven't joined us in the flock yet, why not? Um, It is a delightful group of spinners sharing ideas, and it's absolutely free. Just head over to theflock.cheapspot.com to become a member, and that will get you access to all of the podcast bonuses. Easy peasy. Darling, that is it for me this week. I hope that this episode encouraged you to spread your spinning wings a little bit. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. these podcasts and would like to work more closely with me, you should definitely check out the Sheepspotter Society, my membership community for inquisitive spinners who want to spin with more confidence and joy while making yarns they absolutely love. As a Sheepspotter Society member, you'll get access to our private online membership site where we go deep into a new spinning topic every single month with video lessons, monthly Q&As, and virtual meetups. And you'll join a vibrant, caring, supportive community that's as passionate as you are about spinning, fiber, and creating with hand-spun yarns. You can sign up to get more information and receive a notification the next time membership opens at sheepspot.com T-S-S. That's sheepspot.com T-S-S, which stands for The Sheepspotters Society. I would love to have you join us.